I'm Carlo, Carlo Pietro Sanfilippo, and this is my podcast. With this project, I want to explore the means, methods, tools, and examples of living on purpose, living the life we want, doing the things that light us up, things that make us feel like we're alive, growing, making a difference, and enjoying the process along the way. Welcome to It's the Journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Journey. And this is a big welcome back. It's the uh, first episode of season two, first episode of 2022. Yeah. And uh, so for those of you who've been uh, regular listeners, uh, thank you. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for listening. Um, This is not, I'm not going to begin uh, a weekly podcast or making weekly episodes just yet. But I wanted to kind of catch you all up on some things I'm working on and share some share some things and some connections I've made that um, hopefully will be helpful. Um, it's interesting. As I took a pause, I started getting more feedback from people than when I wasn't than when I was recording regularly. And I guess uh, I took that as a positive thing as people people missed it or maybe thought to think about. Uh, maybe share what was helpful to them or things that they started or stopped doing as a result of some of the things I shared. So again, this isn't about me. It's about the journey and about, you know, sharing lessons that I learned so that um, all of us can, can move towards whatever it is we want to do, have, and be in our lives. So um, before I begin, I guess what kind of got me thinking about this is, uh, you know, how social media pops up these things every day and these little reminders or anniversaries or whatever. I started getting uh, little notes and messages on LinkedIn saying happy anniversary. And I was busy and I didn't think about what it was for. I thought, well, maybe it was something to do with starting the podcast. Uh, But actually it was a seven year anniversary from when I started my current uh, business, Integral Wealth, uh, the one that's my financial planning business. Um, I thought, wow, seven years ago. That's crazy. Um, but it, then I started kind of thinking about it and it was, so then this year will be 27 years um, ago that I started as a financial advisor in, in, in any way. Um, getting, you know, as far as like getting licensed and starting to build my own clients. Then <laughs> I checked my wall calendar in addition to like a little phone calendar and a book, I also started, uh, I think I mentioned this several years ago, I started having a, a wall calendar that shows a full year. And I usually have two years up at one time. So I kind of block off big chunks of things and I can kind of, because I'm dorky that way, I like to look at my whole year at one time and see where the holes are in space for planning. But anyway, <laughs> I looked at that calendar and counted and saw that including this coming Friday, I only have nine more Fridays of that 27-year career, of that seven-year business anniversary. And that's part of the reason that I've been been, um, not able to put the energy into this this year is because that project has ramped up a little bit um not not just from a 
activity standpoint, but also mm, not, it's just weird. It's weird ending something that's been part of your life for so long, even when you want to. And so I've been, I've been in a period of reflection uh, between that, some other things I've gone going on in my life, and then also trying to, to, to direct some of my personal energy to other things that I'm, that I'm trying to accomplish. And I, I, uh, I mentioned this last year over and over again, that I would do this as long as it was fun and it's still fun, but I found that, um, it was taking up energy that, um, I wanted to devote to some studying and reading and learning and, and contemplating about, about whatever's next in my life. So I, um, I'm giving myself that space. But during that, or as a result of that time, I, I made a, a discovery about myself that I think might be helpful. I don't know. Um, you know that old question. I've I've been I brought this up over and over again. What do you want to be when you grow up? What do you, what do you want to be? And you know, I talked about you know not being what you do and that kind of thing. But I, I really realized as I'm coming. As this as this date is approaching, that what I wanted to be that eighteen year old Carlo had zero examples of, and no way to articulate. And even if I knew this, it I would have been afraid to say it or not known how to say it. But what I wanted was to be free. You think about. As a kid, um, I had a pretty, uh, <laughs> let's call it rules-based childhood. And so there was all the structure and rules of, uh, of, of uh, being a parent, or I'm sorry, being a child with a super busy mom. Um, and then that's the, that same construct is in school. And my, uh, my younger son, uh, just reminded me of that. He's like, you know, I'm 18. I could get drafted to go to war, but I have to ask permission to go to the bathroom and can be told no. I can be told no, you are not allowed to go pee now. And the, <laughs> the ridiculousness of that. Um, and how at that age, um, I looked around and I saw people that my mom worked with that had worked with you know, at McDonnell Douglas and Boeing all those years getting laid off and fired just because the defense industry was downsizing and saw the lack of stability and in, 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 in their lives because of that. And, you know, when they weren't, you know, before being fired, they just, they were, they were in the same boat I was as far as like not being free as far as when they could take off and having to ask permission to take off to see your kids sporting events or school events and maybe uh, having to miss them because it's just too busy or whatever it might be. So, um, you know, I, I think I've mentioned before that when I was younger, I I saw the freedom that my bosses had that owned businesses. And so um, that appealed to me and that's what I worked toward. Um, but um, for people that either from the inside or the outside, you can see that uh, owning a, a closely held business can then create its own kinds of um, 
restrictions when all of a sudden, you know, the buck stops with you and if stuff's going to get done, it's got to be you. And so that's, that's where I was for a number of years. Like if I didn't, I could take what off, I could take off whenever I wanted to, but if I wasn't working, if I wasn't getting things done, money wasn't being made for, cause for, it was years and years and years before I had, um, any help. And it was years and years and years before I, um, again, that's help that you have to buy. And I, um, you know, I know there's a lot of frustrations with capitalism right now, but you know, it's it's different with a with a, with a small closely held business. It's like, you know, when I took money out to buy, to pay for my first part time employee, that that was twenty thousand dollars that came out of my pocket that hurt. Um, but it was like, if I don't spend that, then I then I can't do the things I need to do to 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 grow the business. Um, I know it's very, very different for, for big, large corporations, but for a small one, it's, you really feel that you feel every dime because, uh, I was sometimes going into debt to pay myself. So anyway, um, so that's what I wanted, but I mean, as my business grew, I, um, I was able to keep constructing it to provide myself more freedom but there still were the constraints. There was still it was still a responsibility and still something that I had to deal with, and still something I um, that was restricting me on what I could do or how I could dress. And I've I've mentioned, or if you read my book over and over again, the comments about having a beard. I've had a darn beard since 2016, and it still gets brought up. It still is a thing, and um. It's a society, I guess. I mean, if I wanted to shave my head, that would be another. That'd be another thing that would freak people out. But I, as I'm as I'm, appro- as I'm approaching this eight or nine weeks left, nine Fridays left, I'm realizing uh, then I won't have that. I won't have that piece. Um, and this isn't this isn't again. This isn't about me or hey, you know, uh, look what Carlo did. Um, I'm just. It's just interesting that. Um, I've been thinking about this in terms of advice to trying to give my kids is like, you know, thinking about, you know, is there the beginning of their lives and beginning of their careers and people, people are listening or you're all at various stages. Um, what is it ultimately that you want? Um, you know, the whole back from the future thinking, if you, if you went to the end of your life, what would you like to have accomplished? What would you like to have done, uh, owned? seen, touched, tasted, experienced? And are you doing things that move you toward that in some way? And you might say, well, hey, I don't own a business. I don't have control. Um, well, we do, we do set, I, I was thinking about the importance of this, um, how important it is to set boundaries because a lot of business owners are are even less free than employees because they're just they never give themselves time off and they work and work and work and work and they work on vacation. I've called clients before that were upset with me because they're like, well, I'm on vacation, I'm on the beach with my kids. Like, well, don't answer the phone. Like, I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm there's nothing there's nothing I was going to tell them that they needed to answer the phone for. Um, so. Boundaries are something you you need to set up for yourself, and like, what is it? What is it? I will and won't accept in my life. And if you're working somewhere that doesn't allow you to live the kind of boundaries or have the kind of freedom you want, then set that as a goal and think, well, how, what? 
how could I have that experience? Um, what kind of skills might I need to have or things I would need to learn that would allow me to work in a way that is more free? Or what things can I get rid of from my life that create more freedom even on my days off? And I've talked, you know, whether it's chores you're doing or things you own and things you have to take care of, what can you get out of your life that frees up space, space to think, space for money, space for time, um, so that you can actually work on the things you want to do, have, and be. And that applies wherever you are on that spectrum. Either you're 20 and you're just beginning, or you're 50 or 60 and you're at the end of your career, um, or anywhere in between. What, what boundaries can you set that gives you freedom? What things can you get out of your life that gives you more money? I uh, calculated the other day. I think I tweeted about this. I did. I know I did, but I think the number was like $2,600 is the amount of money I've saved on not buying coffee out all the time. I think I've bought four coffees since February of 2020. Um, I've bought one pair of shoes that well, I technically I bought I bought one at the beginning of before the plague actually was before I realized it was a plague. Um, but then once I decided not to buy any more, I bought one more for a trip that I took. Um, I've hardly bought any clothing. I've bought almost, you know, I'm starting to go out a little bit more and get some carry out and stuff like that. But I've saved thousands and thousands of dollars by restructuring my life and changing my habits, and then that's giving me other freedoms and opportunities. So. Um, yeah. So what, how does this, yeah, again, again, how does this apply to you? So like thinking about what is in a big picture, what is it you ultimately want? If you had one year to live, is this how you'd be living your life? Or go to, like I said, the back from the future thinking, go all the way to the end of your life. I've talked about this before. Pick, pick the day you're going to die. Are you going to live to be 80, 90, a hundred? And just start making a list of all the things that you've accomplished and places you've been or whatever. And then work that back to this this year, this month, this week, and today, what is it you could be doing right now that moves you toward those things so you're moving toward whatever it is you want? Um, and, and building freedom from a time standpoint and a money standpoint um, is something I had to work. I was I was 17 when I first started thinking this way, so that was... I don't know how many years, that's more than 30 years ago. Um, and I couldn't articulate it then, but I, now that, now that I have nine Fridays left, it's clear to me, this is what I wanted. And I've built it in a greater and greater capacity over the last 15 years, the things that I've done that allowed me, um, the freedom first just to take off and do the things I wanted to do with my kids and freedom to exercise and freedom to take some trips. And, and, um, it's, it's, it took a lot of work and sacrifice to do that and some luck, but that's what I wanted. And, um, now I'm, I guess I'm, I'm kind of in this period that feels a lot like that 17, 18 year old Carlo of, of what's this next thing. And, um, I'm I'm not ready to to dive into all that just yet, but that's that's what I'm working on. So, 
Anywho, that's what I got. I wanted to I wanted to capture I hope I hope this I hope this makes sense. I wanted to capture some of this that um that 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 it's important to kind of think about the end and what we want. And it took me all those years before I could finally articulate it. So uh if you can't just yet, don't don't fret about it. Keep keep pondering, keep giving your space time to think and 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 sometimes you won't know until you see it. You'll see another example of something someone else is doing or an example of some other way of living. And wow, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about like uh like uh, uh Kathleen Evans, my guess. I didn't think about, you know, living in Costa Rica. I didn't think about selling all my stuff and living in a van. I didn't think about um getting rid of, you know, one of my cars or whatever it might be. You know, those weren't things that she did because she, she did the Costa Rica thing, but um, look around at what other people are doing and, and challenge your thinking about what's normal and what you quote have to do. And that's what I got. I hope that's helpful for you. I hope everybody's having a great year. I hope everyone's staying healthy um, despite COVID. I know, I know tons and tons of people that have had it, but luckily they've, um, no one, no one's gotten really sick. So, um, but we're, we're, we're getting through this. Uh, I hope you're well. I hope you are, uh, happy with where you are or making a plan to get where you would like to be and that you will take some time and do some planning so that you can enjoy your journey. Thank you. Mm-hmm.